When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings. Oh, that's loud. You're loud. Good. Uh, okay. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. The Avs win game one of round two against the St. Louis Blues in extremely dangerous fashion. Oh, man, there's no camera up. What a mess. We're a mess out here. Uh, <laughs> three to two in overtime. Josh Manson is your, your game winning goal scorer. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to cover in this game. I have a lot to talk about. I wasn't at the bar, so I didn't get to hear the chit chat. But uh, let's start with a 60 second rundown. And I'm going to make one of you three do it. I don't care which one. Megan? Yep, it's Megan time. I really don't like doing it. Okay, I'm going to do my very best, though. It was, as we predicted, a weird game. We talked about it being like a scrimmage. I don't know if there's supposed to be a timer going. Uh, no. Okay. We've changed it to where, like, there's no way we can fit Okay, that, that takes a little bit seconds. of pressure off then. Um, there were just a lot of weird bounces. That was evidenced in that first Ryan O'Reilly goal. It takes a weird bounce um, from Kale McCart, creates this turnover, and Ooh. it leads to a goal against, and the Avs really start the game down one goal. Yeah. Um, thankfully, though, Valnichushkin gets the Avs back uh, within one and ties it up um, with his Rashat, and then... The goals kind of came from unexpected places on the Avalanche side, and, um, you know, Sam Gerrard and Josh Manson gets the OT winner, but what was happening in net for St. Louis um, was a lot of lucky opportunity with Bennington and the post. Um, (laughs) The Avs are hammering shots all game, but make no mistake, I don't think the Avs played their strongest hockey, and I think they were their own worst enemy throughout much of this game. some of it, too, were just completely avoidable mistakes, like with the power play goal against when Jordan Cairo, um, you know, the abs go off to make that change, and then suddenly they're skating back to try and get to the puck. And that happened earlier in the game, too, Burkowski in a dump out. Um, thankfully, it just ended a scoring chance, and it didn't lead to a goal against. But overall... The Avs did come out, especially analytically, a better team, but this was a game that they narrowly escaped because they just made avoidable mistakes. Yeah, I, I think avoidable mistakes. A minute mistakes. 20. I'm Oof, so sorry. No, I wondered no. at one point, like, I fully expected you to come out of that like Will Ferrell from old school and be like, what happened? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't like it. We'll cut it out of the <laughs> We'll cut it out of the 
<laughs> can I get a redo? Can the abs get a redo? <laughs> they don't need a redo. They're up one yeah, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not real happy. Um, I, I'm sure we'll dive into all the reasons not to be happy, the preventable mistakes, all of it. But I do want to pose to you one question. The way the St. Louis Blues lost this game feels just so depressing. Like, how hard is it going to be to keep their heads in this series? In a game like this, like Megan said, they're getting all the bounces. They're, they're in a game 2-2 in overtime, and they can't get it over the line, knowing the Avs probably have more to give. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't – I agree with you. I don't know how St. Louis feels particularly good about this because there are no moral victories in the postseason. You either win the game or you lose. You're either up in the series or you're chasing. And there's no, like, pulling the, the feel-good out of this. Their first goal comes off of a puck that bounces off of O'Reilly's skate, off of Shen's skate, and lands <laughs> on O'Reilly's stick behind everybody. And then he makes, like, a nice shot. Yeah. And then – they get, they get, they catch the abs in a change on the back door, and Sturm gets his stick on that puck, and it just keeps going magically, and Kemper can't make what's not a difficult save. Like St. Louis, both of St. Louis's goals, not great. Like Colorado's PK did everything well until the very end when they when they changed and they didn't need to. Yeah. That was awful situational hockey. Five seconds left on the PK. Just let the guy out of the box and then deal with it. <laughs> like this, this like mad dash to the to to get off the ice. It wasn't a full clear. Had it been a full send, sure, yeah. no issues. It wasn't though. And at the very end of the PK, you're inviting exactly what happened. So it was terrible situational hockey there. But like outside of that, like you're looking at it. The they got they got a a gift on the on the first goal. They, they 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 execute on the second goal. Yep. But after that, where do you draw positives? Like Jordan Bennington? Look, you could talk Jordan Bennington played great. Jordan Bennington was this, he made this great save and that great save. He gets I beat don't, I don't five times. Three. I don't even get it seven times. Yeah. He gets eight, beat five eight. times on pucks that don't go in. The Lekkanen great save in the third period, the Eric Johnson Eric save Johnson. Yeah. on the back door. Two flubbed pucks that hit him. <laughs> and like he puts himself in position to get in, in front of those. And that's that's luck in that the other team did not execute. That's not like random like their first goal starts with puck luck. A puck that goes off of O'Reilly and then off of Shen and like like that? Like that's great puck luck. But after that, the the, the blues luck came in that Colorado failed to execute. Otherwise, this game is 8-2, to two and we're we're not... The, the, this pod starts an hour ago. <laughs> I, I don't even subscribe to the idea that Bennington played that well tonight, except for in overtime. In he overtime, he made some quality saves. He looked better. Ultimately, we still lost. In regulation, I thought he looked pretty bad. He gave up an extremely soft goal to Sam Gerrard. He was yeah. giving out rebounds like candy, and the Avs just yeah. beat themselves. Part of part of the fact that he makes great saves is because he gave up huge rebounds. Yep. I mean the the Makar in overtime, the Nachushkin scoring the Nichushkin. chance is entirely created by Jordan Bennington. Makar just like softly like floats the puck in on him, and he's just like have a fat rebound, Val. And yeah, like then he makes a great one. save, yeah, it and it's like impressive. okay, so you made a nice save. That you created, dude. <laughs> like it, it's such an interesting. I agree with Rudo. He was more intentional in overtime, but seemed just lucky throughout much of regulation. 
I mean, I thought he started. I thought he looked good in the third. He made some big saves there to keep it from, you know, ending in the third. Yeah. The Blues played their best hockey probably in the third too. Well, you know what's crazy about that too, though, is like the Avs defensively got better throughout the game. In the third and OT, St. Louis had zero high danger chances at the net. Interesting. I thought St. Louis's best stretch of the game was overtime. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like, they were that yeah, that yeah. was the that was the stretch of the game where I felt like the ice was the I, least tilted. Yeah, were I, they? I don't too far ahead of ourselves with you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, You're not I here to like stare me down and be like, stop, AJ. It's hard for remote. It's a little bit difficult. <laughs> Let's start with the first period because we've talked about the goal a little bit, but by the numbers, the most even period of the game yeah. was the first. Uh, abs, I wouldn't even say played poorly. I think they, they were still probably the better team in the period. Obviously, the scoreboard doesn't reflect that, uh, but from minute one, to me... God, it was it that like bad? Sorry. Chad is telling me that I'm very wrong about overtime. Okay. You, shots, Corsi 4 was like 14 to 2. Man. It was yeah, like Chad told me it's 17 to 2, so okay. It's pretty, it's pretty brutal. It is, yeah, it's uh, 17 to 2. <laughs> okay. The first period. I lied. It's the first period. <laughs> now, now we're back to where are the positives for St. Louis. Really? So. Not even in the third? What was it like for third there? Third, it, 25 to 11. And yeah. at five on five, it was dumb. Yeah, it felt, five it on felt five. bad. Like, okay. I mean, it felt like bad for St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Special, we'll get to those special teams. But for the first period, it was a quality playoff hockey game, right? I'd probably give the abs the edge a little bit in the underlines, but St. Louis gets the goal. How do you guys feel about it? Because in, on the watch along, a lot of the chat said, you know, this feels a little bit rusty for the Avs. It feels like things aren't quite clicking. Was that the same vibe at the bar? No, I don't think that. I, I think the first period, both teams were rusty, and you, that it, it was kind of sludgy, sloppy. A lot of a lot of like misconnections on both sides, yeah. where they weren't like turnovers. It was like a puck hops over a guy's stick and. You know, it wasn't like, oh, this is a bad play here. These are just like, they were guys who were not quite up to game speed, none of them having played in an NHL game in a week. Yeah. I just saw a lot of bad decision-making, especially in the Avs uh, defensive zone, where it, it just looked like, like you said, it's just they're not up to game speed. Get into a very quick game yeah. out, of the, out of the gates there. Like, both teams yeah. are flying. So you saw some bad decisions happening. Holding on to the puck a little too yeah. long, looking for the timing lanes that of everything yeah, felt just, very, very, very it was just off. off. Yeah, but I mean, again, that's something that you expect after you know a nice hiatus from playing hockey. Yeah, and then and then the second period, I uh, like I thought Colorado played just fine in that first period. You know that the O'Reilly goal, um, yeah, like, one big mistake, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and like, how much do you crush a guy for a puck that does that? Like yeah. is that a, I, is 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 there a better play for McCarr to make? Obviously, well, but a puck that takes those bounces, those are weird. McCarr could make the exact same play <laughs> and no and come nowhere near that bounce. The the problem for me was McKinnon because before it ever got to McCarr, McKinnon had a clear chance to clear it and yeah. he failed. And you that top that line, the by the way, uh, I don't know what their numbers look like, but just kept giving them opportunities here and there. They didn't, outside of the one goal against, didn't turn into anything, but they opened up the door in a way that during video tomorrow, uh, they're going to be pulling, uh, It's it, it'll be weird that they pull top line, but 
The top line, like, Ranton and McKinnon, they gave away a couple of opportunities in the defensive zone and just said, have another possession. Miko, especially. Miko was not it's good Jekyll tonight. hiding himself. Like, oh, Miko, McKinnon. I don't even want to say Miko was not good. It was like little things from Miko were frustrating, but then you see the play that he makes on the opening goal. Yeah. And and like he bodies it and it's great. It's just great hockey. And I think he I think in the offensive zone, I really liked Dang. those yeah. Those guys. I thought the top line was just doing its thing. They could have scored four goals tonight. Miko was horrible in the defensive zone. I would agree there. I, I would agree that there was the, a like, lot left there. The microcosm of Miko's game was halfway through the third period or something where awful clear right to the guy at the blue line and then yep. makes a YOLO send dive into play <laughs> yeah. to like recover it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the second and, well, and it's, there. it's yeah. like it's like Bennington kicking out a fat rebound and making a great save. Like, okay, you, you created a problem and then you solved it on your own. Yeah. yeah. But it did not need to happen in the first place. <laughs> Just like Bennington yeah. and the rebounds he created. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Bennington did not need to happen in the first place. I agree with you. Just get rid of him. Thanos uh, snapped that dude away. Yes. <laughs> How much credit... Wow. Okay. Those are loud. I don't, I don't know what laugh that... Track. It, it sounded like waves. Uh, how much credit do we want to get the abs for being mentally still in this game after the first period? Because obviously they're down one nothing. They hit three posts. It feels like the bounces really aren't going their way early in this game. And then obviously they come out in the second and, I mean, they just smash the blues, basically. Yeah, I mean, three posts. You feel like you, you know, the, the, the cadre bomb yeah. where, he, where he just, like, tattoos that crossbar. They should go and check. It's got a little 91 on it right now. Because that, I mean, that puck could not have caught that any more cleanly. And then, I, like, Miko. Yeah. Like, they, they turn it over on the forecheck. They they prevent the exit. And it was O'Reilly. Like, they take it from Ryan O'Reilly. It's the guy that doesn't make that mistake. Yep. And Rantanen smokes the post. <laughs> and you're just like, dude. Like, Lekkanen makes a great, great play uh, to, to open up the space, get around the defender, and, and cuts in and smokes the post like yeah. it's just boy the whatever book they had on Bennington where they were like go after that glove <laughs> it worked it, it just yeah. it, they they just could not they you're talking the the, the abs were a com, a combined full inch away from a three goal first period like yeah it, i don't think the abs were concerned after the first period i mean they they got their chances yeah. right it it just on the scoreboard it was the other way but you had to feel good about how they were playing at that point. Like yeah. again, we talked about the defensive zone wasn't very good at the beginning of it, but the offensive zone was clicking. They were getting chances. It mm -hmm. wasn't like, oh man, they're not getting to the front of the net. They're not yeah. getting shots on goal. Just nothing was dropping. For and them, right? and like where St. Louis had their success, it was quick. Yeah. Right. Like they would get down, and it was oh, there's a, there's a little passing play, and there's a shot on goal, and then you're moving the other way. Yeah. Oh, there's two quick shots on goal, and then you're moving the other way. It was very, very little sustained possession. It was just they rolled in, and it was it was a lot of transition, and that's where St. Louis has been successful this year. They score a lot uh, in transition and in creating high danger chances. Yeah. Their problem is that Colorado can play that game and plays that game better, yeah. as we saw. Colorado play. Yeah, like this is the place, and I actually had this conversation during the game was, uh, look, because we were talking about the lack of penalties, and we said, well, the flow of the game, it has not been a physical playoff game at all. 
And so there haven't been a lot of opportunities to draw penalties, take penalties, because they're just, there's so much in transition. They're all, both teams were playing so much in space that it's not the same, you know, and, and it's not like two-on-ones going the other way and guys are, are, are reaching for hands and diving and desperate. Yeah. So those, you know, you're, you're talking that the, the style of game just didn't lend itself to a lot of penalty calls because St. Louis is like, we don't want to play that game. And Colorado's like, okay, well, if you guys don't want to play the game that Nashville wanted to play, we'll play this game too. We really like this game. <laughs> and they, where do you where do you look at this and say that Colorado's not comfortable in this style of game? Yeah. This is exact. This was St. Louis's formula for winning all season. This was exact during their power play. I'm like freaking out because I'm like, this is this is what they do. This is who they are. <laughs> this has been bullshit. It's been working for seven months. I hate all of this. They're about to score. And then they did, and they still lose. Yeah. And you're just like, dude. What what uh, more do you want from him? It was just it was, it was really good from Colorado. I mean they they played really well. Yeah. So, Chat reporting that Gerard goes to the X-ray room. Not a big surprise from that shot block he had uh, that stung him. It was in the third period or the second, I forget. Uh, but not surprised to see him getting that checked out. But as Chad has also mentioned, he did play the entire rest of the game. So we'll see. Obviously not going to speculate on whether he's hurt or not, but that's just the news. Uh, and uh, in other news, if you want the Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr diet, Green Chef could be for you. Now, the great thing about Green Chef is when you're not eating Green Chef, you can still go eat Slurpees and candy and all of that stuff. But if you want the healthy food, they've got you covered. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company and they make eating well easy with plans to fit every single lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, they have an option for you all over the place. They're premium and organic with fresh produce, premium proteins, all the organic ingredients you can trust. Uh, they're the number one meal kit for eating well. They're super easy. It's just like other meal kits. If you ever use those, you just get the packages, you open them up, you cook them, you don't have to spend all that time prepping and all that other stuff. So highly recommend if you have a quick time, little time, there we go, little time to make your meals and things like that. They offer 24 always changing recipes to choose from every week. So you're not locked in. You can pick and choose which meals you want on every single week, get the things that look good, which most of their stuff is really good. I had the chance to get some of it from Green Chef and all I highly recommend their proteins, their meats are genuine top quality stuff. I, you, you gotta go, go get your get your hands on some Green Chef meat. It's really, really tasty. Uh, so go jump on that. You can head on over to greenchef.com/dnvrabs130 and be sure to use the code dnvrabs130 to get $130 off plus free <laughs> shipping on your first order. So again. Greenchef.com slash DNBRABS130. Be sure to jump on that and get the number one meal kit for eating well. Also, as always, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can use code DNBR to sign up for a new account there. Bet on NBA, any NBA playoff game, just five bucks, and they just give you $150. Just $150 to go bet on Josh Manson to score the game-winning goal. Why not? Right. Why not jump? I, I bet if you bet on that, I bet you made an absurd amount of dollars. 
I would put it that way for sure. Uh, you can also bet on more realistic things. Kale McCarr got a point tonight. Incredibly, by the way, Kale McCarr did not play well, but got a point. So count it on the tick box. Uh, jump on it. Head on over to the DraftKings again. Use that DNBR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you're gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Second period of this hockey game. You end up getting goals from Val Nachushkin and Sam Gerrard. Let's start with the Val goal. Uh, the top line does ultimately get rewarded for their, their quality offensive zone play. We saw a lot of juggling of the lines, I would say, tonight. You saw at times Bednar putting the three-headed monster back together for offensive zone face-offs. You saw the second and third lines get swippity-swapped all over the place. Did that first line at least offensively help steady them, or did they just make it work? Throwing it to me. <laughs> um, no, I, I do think it helped to steady them. Um, there were a lot of weird things happening throughout each of the lines, um, and they had a great night at the face-off dot, so I actually think that probably helped them with some puck possession as well. Did a good right. job creating offense off the face-off, too, because they were winning it, and then they were doing, like, you know, they had their, they every team has their set play, but I thought they did a good job not just with the winning the face-off, but what happened after. So a lot of times you'll see like a one face off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like this like 50 50 puck along the wall and it gets cleared up and you're like, wow, that was a great win. But they, I thought they did a good job of actually creating offense off of that and like forcing Bennington to make saves, find the puck through traffic. You know, it, it always looks really easy when a guy just, you know, throws a puck and he just catches it in his glove and then they go back to it. But then you get one like the Gerard goal where. You know, or I guess the Gerard and the Manson goal where he doesn't pick it up cleanly and it just gets through him. And I thought that that was, you know, it was effective. They were they were getting opportunities in that way and they were doing something with them. I think they learned as they went along, too. I feel like there were things like in Val at the start of the game that I thought he was not doing very well that seemed to improve throughout the course of the game, too. Kind of similar for Miko. Um, I, I think that there's a lot that they're going to build on from this game um, in recognizing what they needed to work on to the top line, especially. Yeah, and and look, you do get that you get goals from your second pairing. Both Gerard and Manson give you goals. Yep. Uh, Kale McCard doesn't get a point. Your top line oh, gives you one. Point they did. I yeah, they McKinnon did. got it. Um, and the ultimate leech, I think Miko got one as well. Um, so you're like, <laughs> you're, you're talking like, Secondary. like your, your stars here. What the, the thing that separates you from so many teams is that your high end talent wins you so many games. And the whole thing was St. Louis, their whole bread and butter, their whole selling point depth. about what makes them scary is their depth and Colorado's depth just beat them. And like their star players had a hand in it, but they get two goals from their second pairing. That could very easily be two goals from their top pairing in game two. Yep. 
And I don't even want to speak it into existence if there is actually an injury to Gerard. But yeah, I mean that's we'll, we'll find Hurting. that out, right? Like we'll we'll see. It's not the most dire stakes and hopefully that's just precautionary yep. i'm not even trying to speak that into existence but there's just a lot <laughs> at this point he either is or he isn't like <laughs> where, where, you know a couple blocks away he's either he's either got swelling going on and they're they're managing it or he's good like we'll see how it is I just gotta respit him but like yeah. <laughs> with 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 gerard i mean this was the guy that you waited all year to see like he had a down year there were frustrations. He was very obviously battling injury. Um, was never was never really himself. And I think we were what five minutes in the first period, and Blaze is like, "Dude, Gerard's feeling it." Yeah. And everyone tonight, the entire chat, everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, Sammy G is here. Yeah. Okay. It was like, dude, dude. So this is the same Gerard we've been waiting to see. And what happens in that game? He has a goal. He has a goal yep. and an assist. Yep. Didn't he pick up? Did he pick up an assist? I, he did. Maybe just a goal. Oh. No, it looks like not. Um, it's right. on the ice for the game winner, though. No, I thought he had. Uh, anyway, just a goal. Oh, okay. Should really should really look at the box score before doing this. Sheesh. No, it's he all right. He played well defensively too. He, well, he did a lot of I, like nice this things. is the same Gerard that that this is what makes Colorado scary this postseason is that Gerard Manson is such a gigantic leap up from Gerard and the revolving door of partners that he had last postseason <laughs> where it was Graves, it was Nemeth, it was Timmons. It was using Gerard to try and lift up yeah. all those other guys while you had your hard top pairing. Gerard has had an actual partner in Josh Manson for the last month. That pairing had a feeling out period and started to show major flashes at the end of the year. Even when the team was playing like shit, that pairing had its moments. Since the postseason has started, that pairing has been pretty good. There have, again, there will be moments. You know, Gerard obviously had the whoopsie in game two. In game two, where the puck got by him. But otherwise, like, you're you're talking about, that's your the second pairing. Drove a victory in, in the playoffs last. That was not something that, ha that, that could have happened last year. Since, since we're talking him up, Sammy G is the king of the game. I picked him. No, you can't convince me to give it to Josh Manson, no matter uh, uh -oh. what happened. Sammy oh. G was the best player on the ice. Oh, did, did he put it as AJ because AJ said Manson or something? <laughs> I guess we'll see. I, Ultimately, I, producer's choice, right? He's the yeah. one doing it. I think I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And the winner is... <laughs> soft. soft. Okay. Wrong answer. Josh Manson. Wrong answer. I understand I understand why you'd give it to him, but Sam Gerard was the best ab in this game. Yeah, but Josh Manson was also awesome in this game. He was. He was, he was physical. He made plays with the puck on a regular basis in this game. Like, really, the king of the game should have just been that pairing. True. Like, tr truth answer. be told, they scored two goals for you. They give you Josh Manson's the one who had a goal and assist. Yeah. They give you three points. They they get it done. He drew a on a night where your <laughs> your top pairing was good process wise, but didn't finish, and like was not game changingly and breathtakingly amazing. You had the next guys step up for you. This is how you do it. This is how a cup t winning team gets it done. Is that hey okay those guys don't have the greatest game. You're not dominating. It's not McKinnon. It's not McCarr. It's not Miko. All right, where is it going to come from? Yeah. Gerard gets one. Manson gets one. I, it's, all right. It's great. Like that's this is. You don't expect. You're not just like oh Sam Gerard will be this 
every single night. This could be the best game that this pairing has in the postseason. But you needed it. Yeah. You yep. needed it. It got you across the finish line. It's uh, it's time for you guys to do those winner shots. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yep. There, so. go, yeah, yours go, isn't doesn't even have red in any anymore. They get any warmer. Uh, Word. While, <laughs> while they're Cups. doing the winner shots, Cheers. I, I will say. We, we don't live in an alternate universe. We live in the universe where the Avs won this game 3-2 in overtime. But if you're St. Louis coming out of this game, you're going, boy, this game could have been like 6-2 Colorado pretty easily. We had a chance yeah. to steal one and failed to do so. Yeah, like Jordan Bennington, uh, yeah, the Avs tie an NHL record for posts hit. In a playoff game. That but, was my king of the game, by the way. The post. The yeah. post. <laughs> but, like, you do get, what, what What did they end up with? He ended up with, like, 48 saves or something? Like, Jordan Bennington yeah. had an awesome it night here. Yeah. And we could, we could pick apart, oh, the five posts, and he, gets, he gives up three goals, and, you know, so eight pucks got by him tonight, and the Avs flubbed two golden scoring chances that he ends up stopping. With Lekkonen and Eric Johnson, great, but fifty-one saves. Fifty-one saves. Are are you going into battle in any future games? Going all right. Well, if we get our shit kicked in like that again, we need fifty-one saves to get to <laughs> overtime. Yeah, Bennington gets to walk around with knives in the locker room. I said he should have a pool noodle. I don't want him to have <laughs> a any pool knives. Noodle. <laughs> The safe good knife. point. <laughs> it's a good he, point. He could actually stab somebody. He could do some damage with yeah. the noodle. <laughs> uh, the way he was giving out those rebounds, his pads kind of felt like pool noodles. Oh, man. Yeah, we were talking about that, too. Could, I wonder what a puck would do if you gave Off a goalie. Yeah, if you gave him for <laughs> leg pads pool noodles. Pool noodles. We need, all right, we need to sports science this this summer. There's a joke yeah, to be, be made a about a beach leg. ball in here somewhere. Yeah. Oh. There it is. <laughs> but eight beach balls get past Jordan Bennington. No. <laughs> There's a math problem now. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so getting into the third period for Colorado, I thought the first ten minutes of the third period were excellent, excellent quality, safe, solid play from the Avs. Uh, I really had zero complaints on that front. And then we get to the penalties, which I will talk about right after I talk about Avaca TV, which by the way, you might be watching us right now on Avaca TV. If you are, hello. Uh, we are live on Avaca TV now. There's a DNVR channel. We have a TV Avaca channel. TV. Yeah, it's kind of a TV sick. star. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't, don't say that. I'm already I'm already uncomfortable enough with people recognizing me in public. I don't need somebody saying that. Will you, you sign my baby? No. <laughs> head on over to Avaca. Get out of here. Slash DNBR. That's E V O C A. Dot TV slash DNBR to sign up today. Just fifteen dollars a month for the first three months, and only twenty five bucks a month after that. Uh, it is only available in the Denver metro area. I think it's available in Fort Collins and some places in, like, Idaho or something also. Uh, so make sure you're in their local region. But if you are, you can sign mm. up. It's a great deal. It has altitude. It has AT&T Sportsnet. It has national channels. So you can watch all the sports you need as far as Colorado is concerned. And it has us. So you just it's, it's literally like you just flip the channel from altitude to the DNVR channel. And you're watching the DNVR post game. It's that easy. Uh, 
highly recommend you go check them out. Super awesome thing. Again, that's avaca.tv slash dnvr to sign up today. Uh, also <laughs> brought to you, of course, by Breckenridge Brewery. The you son of a bitch. Of DNVR. We got eight different kinds on tap down at the bar. And you can also find it at your local liquor store. Uh, use the Breck Brew Locator online to find it near you. I wish I was drinking one right now, but not, never. don't drink beer when you're sick. That's bad. You don't do no. that, so I'm not doing that. Um, I'm refraining for the time. Are you a doctor? <laughs> I might be. I don't know. I'll let me check. Uh, no. That doesn't look like I'm a doctor. But oh, okay. Go get yourself some Breck Brew. Not, probably not as good for you as a doctor, but at least it's tasty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but period. you can't eat a doctor. Ah, uh, you shouldn't eat a doctor. <laughs> Instant regret. You shouldn't yeah. eat the doctor. Definitely could. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. I, I, I said it live. Is this TV appropriate con- content? Am I allowed to joke about cannibalism? Sure. Yep. Are you the star? Great. I said it live on the watch long when the Avs drew that second power play in the third period, the, the first power play of the third period, the second power play of the game. You knew St. Louis was getting a call coming back the other way. You knew. You yep. just knew. So Avs yeah. failed to finish the job. And if you're, if you're nitpicking the Avs game, it has to be special teams here tonight, right? Ultimately 0 for 3 on the power play, and they're 1 for 1 against on the penalty kill. They... Yeah, they looked horrendous on the power play as well. Like I thought, the third power play, the one going into overtime, and then the obviously the the split had more chances. But like it, they were having issues again with the zone entry. entry where what's funny is like we was it Taves? We get like endlessly frustrated by this, yeah. but then you go and you actually look at the numbers, and the abs are seven million miles away from every other NHL team in controlled entries yeah. on the power play. They're the best team in the league at it, and they just did not do it at a high level today. Oh, I mean, that they were bad. Like, ju- they wasted most of their three power play opportunities dicking around with it. Yeah. I mean, Devontae's looked lost <laughs> at center ice there. Oh, yeah, when they, when they when stopped he was like, the drop yeah, pass to yeah, Berkey, they took like, it away, and he goes... Okay, well, I guess I'll carry it up. And then one guy made a move, and he goes, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, okay. I didn't mind it on the first power play in the second period. They were doing different things. You saw Kale McCarr jump up and, Kale, and carry a puck in. It looked decent. They just didn't score. And then yeah. the second one happened, and that one was awful. That I thought, was like, I thought, I thought, I think they're, f- ah, God, now I'm doubting it. I don't remember which of the first. I liked one of their power plays where I was just like, damn it. But... We saw at such a high level against Nashville, it's hard to yeah. see it. Like the, the St. Louis is very good on the PK, so there's that to consider as well. That they're a great PK team, uh, and obviously, like Jordan Bennington's playing well. Like he, yeah. goalie's best PK, or blah blah blah. The <laughs> but, other side of this, if you had more, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the other side of this is honestly that was a good PK. It was a minute thirty of quality PK time. Yeah, their PK was good for a minute fifty. And if they just don't change, change. Yeah. yeah. If yep. they just don't change, and that's why I said it was bad situational hockey. They should have just it's, cleared the zone and stayed. I know that they had been out there and that getting back to even strength, they were worried about getting caught and being out there for like two full minutes. I totally get the fear. 
but they open when when Gerard does a good job getting the puck down the ice, but yep. not all the way. They have to recognize it's not all the way. And no, okay, at least one of you has to stay out wide to prevent what happened. Yeah. And then, even then, with the bad change and the aggressive play by St. Louis, Still. two guys, two guys do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. You can't have a jailbreak like that. I think That's that was atrocious between, I think it was EJ and EJ Sturm. And like, oh, yep. is it Sturm? It was, yeah. Atrocious. And Sturm almost makes the play. Yeah. He gets his stick on the puck. The puck just keeps going enough. And then Darcy Kemper, soft. Yeah. It's a soft goal. But if For, EJ just goes through right and Sturm stops right. in the slot. Right. If they don't do the exact happens. same thing, yeah. you're talking about they get possession, they're in the zone, we don't I know what still... happens from there, but it's not what happened. And then all of that considered, it's not even a quality shot on goal. <laughs> Darcy, what the shit, dude? I mean, top to bottom could have been a better play. I agree. It, that slips five hole on Darcy, and you're going, boy, you really need that one. Yeah. Uh, but it, it starts with Andrew Cogliano. He's the guy that needed to not change. Gerard, I get it. He went over to that side. He was pushed up. He was the bench is right there. I get it. But Cogliano comes all the way across and coasts to the bench, and that side of the dice is just wide open. You just need more awareness in that situation on the PK. That's all there is to it. I, I, and look, obviously the Avs win the game, so we get to sit here and say, "Wow, that was really bad. That shouldn't do that next time." Instead of like, "Well, this kind of cost the Avs the game." You won it. It hands them, like. It, all of the bad process, the bad change, and everything that's bad about it, all of it goes away if Darcy Kemper makes just a really basic yeah. save there. Yeah. That is not a special shot. It's 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 like it's a high danger chance. It's a really good scoring chance. It's the exact kind you don't want to give Jordan Cairo, yeah. but he doesn't do a lot with it, and Kemper just olays that puck. Yeah. I, I see chat talking about it. I don't really have anything to say about Shen getting mad about a penalty call where he hit a dude <laughs> in the face with a stick. Um, and ultimately, like, the Blues have no leg to stand on here because they won the special teams battle one to nothing. Yeah. Like, the calls ended up not mattering. At most, you could argue that Colorado getting the power play at the start of overtime gave them, you know, pushed them in the right direction momentum-wise. For overtime to ultimately go, apparently was completely dominant. Yeah, um, pushed them seventeen to two. Yeah, it, thirteen to nothing in shots on goal, where you're yeah. just like, oh, you're getting your ass kicked. But I, beyond that, like I can understand, like I understand the frustration with that call. But how often do we talk about it? There's no gray area there. If you Head hit a contact, dude, yep. You hit a dude in the face with your stick, and it's not a follow through; it's a penalty. Yep. There's no adjudicating it. There's no, there's no gray area for you to be like, "Well, he was actually at knee level and falling down at the time." Like, you're swinging the stick wildly and you hit a guy in the face with him. That's a penalty. I, I, I was shocked by the call because I didn't understand it the first five replays. But when you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what? He does clip him. Like, he, he am I wrong? Is it just it's just a no, penalty? I, right? yeah, I thought like, it was just a well officiated game altogether. Yeah. I know that's a bold take. I didn't have an issue with the Taves call either. Oh. It's just the time. It's just the timing of it, right? I think like, I think it, when it's two power plays for Colorado and it's none for St. Louis. It's the final five minutes. 
They're down you by one. Yeah, you you, know. you feel you know. you're like you know the officials yeah. are looking for something, so they can say we at least gave the Blues a chance yeah. here. Why that is the case is continues to be one of those things that frustrates. I don't think that that's a penalty. Um, I think that that's a really, 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 really standard encounter in the corner where a guy kind of do that 20 times a game, man. Yeah, it was, it was, I I thought it was, we are dying to make a call on Colorado because it's getting late and we haven't called one yet. And we just gave St. Louis one like, and that's like a point like that, that where teams got tripped. Very obvious. Yeah, you got to call it. Like, there's not a lot of leeway there. Uh, and I just thought the Taves one. I, I was like, this is this is soft. But had it not been that, it would have been something else. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, the Avs should have scored on their power plays or killed the penalty if they wanted to win this game in regulation. Yeah, and they killed. They you kill a minute forty five, a minute fifty of it. It's just yep. the change. Yep. If you yep. don't, if you don't completely blow the change. The jailbreak, getting back on the ice, and the save. All elements of that. They failed all elements of them. And if one of them had not failed, if one of those elements had not failed, that doesn't happen, and we don't know how the game ends. But you feel good, given the defensive effort. You feel good that Colorado probably hangs on in regulation. Yeah. All right, let's get to we the We at least get to the empty net ask. goal portion of the comeback attempt. Yeah, make them earn it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> ultimately, they don't stop the goal. It goes to overtime. As already mentioned, the Avs absolutely smoked St. Louis in this overtime. It, it was not two competitive teams. It was the Avs playing shoot around and the St. Louis drowning. Uh, and, and ultimately, a shot from the point goes in from Josh Manson that just kind of finds its way through. Good, great, great play by Manson. Like, low key, this is not like, oh, God, the puck and threw it at the net, you know? He gets the buck. He waits out traffic in front because he's like, Takes oh, a look, fake slapper. Yep. there's a whole bunch of dudes. And then he waits the extra second and you can see the shooting lane on the replay. Yep. You just watch it. All the bodies because they're playing on ice. All the bodies just get out of the way. They just slid. He cuts back. He, he drags it back inside a little bit. Just waits, waits out the traffic, gets the shooting lane. And then the guys behind the net, Landis Gog and Kadri who are behind the net that created that opportunity, both go to the front of the net, put that butt in the face, and you can see Jordan Bennington doesn't never react. Saw it. Yeah, he never saw He's, that puck. That goal goes in, and he's still like, oh, we lost? <laughs> I never saw it. Yep. And that's because the, the, the they, they moved, they put that traffic right in front of him, and Manson waited for a shooting lane instead of just blindly throwing it and being like, gotta do it. He I mean, waited it out, picked the spots. A smart play. Yep. And good execution. Wasn't a low shot. He's not trying to go for a tip. He's trying to get exactly what happened. He's trying to put it into a, a competitive spot where a screen beats him, basically. Yep. And that's what it was. That's exactly how it was. It was just good hockey right there. Yep. You're talking about comparing <laughs> the defense of this year to last year and everyone in chat's doing it. Overtime, round two. Josh Manchin fakes a slapper, finds a lane, gets a shot through. Versus Ryan Graves, who takes two slappers right into the first dude. Puck goes the other way, and the Avs lose the game. Rush the other way, yep. Yeah. yeah. Seen it before. It's And, you know, obviously those aren't one-to-one comparables, but stuff like that is going to stand out when you see those differences and, and see the Avs win a game versus lose one. So. Yeah. Well, and now the Avs, in each series... 
The abs have been pushed by a great goaltending performance. You know, yeah. Connor Ingram throws up, what, 49 saves, I think, in game two? Yeah. And they get a 51-save performance out of Jordan Bennington. Colorado's 2-0 and in, the, in games that goaltenders have done everything they could to steal. Yeah, it should be you got goalied tonight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, like, that's the dip, that's why that's why Calgary is in the second round and yeah. Dallas is at home. Because good teams find their way through that adversity. They just keep going. Yep. Those quality teams, they don't get down. They don't, you know, you saw Kadri's reaction on the EJ backdoor flub <laughs> where he's yeah, like, so devastated. this is why I don't pass to anybody ever. <laughs> that one was bad. Like you could see yeah. that that frustration was there early in the game because they felt like, God, we're, we're creating so much offense. Yep. And so they did, they did a really good job there. And then. Again, like you have, you're gonna expect like the shots on goal won't look like this whole series. You expect that they will be in Colorado's favor because I said this in the preview. St. Louis is not a very good five on five team, and especially on the road, they were an okay road team this year. They were solid, not spectacular, middle of the pack road team. They don't have the arsenal, especially with them playing with the lineup that they did tonight. They don't. They're going to. They're going to struggle to match up and and get advantageous situations tonight you and i were watching it they kept trying colorado's third line against robert thomas in in particular yep i haven't looked at the numbers just given how the flow of the game went didn't go well yeah <coughs> <coughs> uh, okay i swallowed a frog <laughs> oh, let's get to some super chats $2 from Towering Flesh. Megan, oh, no. stop with the bad juju. <laughs> I don't even remember which one yeah. I said. Who knows where that was in the show? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. He'll if be he's fine. hurt, it's obviously your fault to have said something about it after chat spent 10 minutes on it. It's because Mercury is in Gatorade. Don't get me started. Look, after the whole peeing <laughs> the Arby's employee that peed in the shake machine thing, that was the oh, first my thing God. I thought of. Not, that was the not, first thing I thought of. Not once, but twice. Yeah. It, Gross. That was the first thing that I thought. I was like, dude, Mercury, you're out of control. <laughs> Put it away. Leg leg on Sam Gerard. Can he actually spin better? Is that the play? I don't know. Anyway, $5 for Billy. <laughs> also, can we get New Hook on that third line to help out Berkey a bit? And Mac <laughs> the line? I, dude, I thought Knack was, really was good, awesome man. tonight. I thought Knack was yeah. really good. I thought Knack was better than JT Comper. If you're going to make a change there, I would be putting Newhook at center in, uh, instead of JT Comper person. Like, Just I, me. I thought Knack started off a little bit questionable in the first, but through the second and the third, the dude was making quality plays. Like, and, and I would put Alex Newhook in the lineup if it were Bro. me for the record, but is what it is. $10 from Colton. We are never give up. That's an old one. Word. I like it. Going back to all, all, all our base, our belong to us. <laughs> Two more dollars from Towering. More money to you guys because you all rock. Thank it's you. True, we do rock. <laughs> Facts. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Poorly shot TV show. Sweet. Five more from Billy. Weird what G can do when his back feels good, better, and isn't anchored by JJ. Second best contract on the abs after Mac for now. Yeah, oh, I don't. 
I don't know. I mean, Makar's contract is already a steal. It, it's yeah. looking pretty good. Just given, just given how the market played out around him, yeah. somehow that deal got signed and became value like seven minutes later. Uh, $2 from Kevin. What great game to watch even with all the posts. Yeah, I, <laughs> like that's the stuff you live for. Like, I honestly... Even if the Avs lost that game in overtime, is there anything better in the world than playoff hockey overtime? Like, yeah, game seven playoff overtime for a team that you don't care about, (laughs) where you can just sit and watch and just be like, "Yeah, go three. Yeah, it's all good. I got Jordan on my phone. Even then, though, you get excited. Like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you get super amped up. Look, nothing when your team loses in playoff overtime. Brutal. It's just not a good feels. Yeah. It's not a good feels. Though the Calgary uh, Dallas game that was a fun one to watch. Like you know, we talked yeah, about that. It's great. It's just like all on the boards, just like yeah. slow game. Oh my but God. that game seven was awesome to watch. Yeah, it was. It was tremendous. Jake Ottinger, man. That's what a, a goalie. That guy what is, an yeah. awesome performance that will like disappear into dust in five years. But what a great performance! Like if you look at Bennington's tonight. And you look at Ottinger's that he did in Game Seven. Yeah, that Game Seven, he was in control of that oh, game. Oh, Ottinger's making huge saves on yeah. great scoring chances. But like and anything that came to him, it was just swallowed up. There yeah. was no rebound. Very, whatsoever. very, very different. Whereas yeah. Jordan Bennington's like flying around. He's there's pucks, pucks bouncing pucks out everywhere. Pucks are just careening yeah. off his body like randomly, which I guess is just goaltending. <laughs> <laughs> Two dollars from James. Keep Bennington from all the knives, or not? <laughs> Thank you very much, James. Two more dollars from Towering. Hot take: Bennington for Ven Loser. <laughs> You're stretching on that one. <laughs> Working really good. Just call him a loser, and I would have been with you. <laughs> Five dollars from Cygnus. Josh Manson is the best Manson in history. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just nothing quippy here. Just going to agree. <laughs> uh, look, there's another Manson that might have eaten a doctor. So who's to say? Uh, a buck fifty from Gilbert. A slice of pink birthday cake with per. Oh, this is a sh- all right. Sorry. It's a super. A sugar. slice of pink birthday cake with purple icing and a candle. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gilbert. Two dollars from Josh. I just heard my name saying I said in the bar. I love my wife. Asterisk. I'm pretty drunk. Sorry. <laughs> this is the best oh, super what? chat. The best super chat of all time. <laughs> I love my wife. To, with would. an asterisk. Adorable. Of course, there's always an asterisk after when you love another human being. <laughs> but I'm pretty drunk. Sorry. Great. Perfect. If love he it. wanted to, he would. <laughs> there you go. Uh, two more. Towering just with the $2. Just pop it off every, every two seconds here. All the blues can do is ice it. Correct, TBS. <laughs> Did the game actually, was it on TBS? No, Did it was on TNT. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure with uh, how the yeah, broadcast yeah. and all that. Yeah. I just wasn't sure how it ended up since I slept during the pregame. <laughs> $5 from Dan. Life and work made me miss the game, but I'm not missing the best post-game hockey podcast in the business. Y'all are the best. Hashtag Rudo Boobs. <laughs> Weird hashtag. <laughs> that is a weird one. You know, the the walrus is allowed to do what the walrus wants. <laughs> true, true. 
Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to donate a lot more than five to get the Rudo boobs out. All right. Uh, Two dollars from the Schick. AJ, you're a badass. Next stop, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't even want to go to Hollywood. I don't even want to be in Hollywood. Nah, I don't. I don't even want to set foot. Yep. Oh, there's a big done. There's a big. Now you might be talking about some Rudo boobs at that point. Uh, Seventy Canadian from Dominic. He doesn't say anything. He just gives a set of seventy dollars because he's amazing. Thank That's you. That's all. Wow. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> I love that he just keeps saying, oh, "I'm not walrus." Yeah. All right, Dan Larkin. We know better. Two more from Towering. Correct, King of the Game, Naysayers Be Damned. I don't know which one you mean. Josh Manson, obviously. <laughs> it's very true. Hashtag Rudo Five boobs. more from Billy. Biddington didn't even play that well, was beat by eight shots clean, and then got gift-wrapped two saves by an EJ and Lech Flub. Yeah, we kind of talked about so, this. Could have saved us a lot of time to have just gone to that Super Chat yeah, yeah. 30 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> well said, Billy. Thanks, Billy. Uh, two more from Towering. <laughs> Unreal. Y'all are nuts. Five from Chris. I have no idea how many Super Chats are left, by the way. I don't have access to any of that stuff. We, a lot. A lot. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, King of the game is the post with five big saves. Jokes aside, that was STL's best chance to steal one in DNVR. Abs in five. Yeah, I agree that it was their. this was their best yeah. chance yeah, uh, to I take agree. one in Denver. Yep. Uh, Two dollars from Andrew. First playoff oh. game today. Oh, what a what, what a, a good one! What a yeah. good first one. Michaela was here earlier, and yeah. her first playoff game in person was Game Two against Vegas last year. Yeah, also a good one. <laughs> Your first uh, Avalanche playoff game that you worked was Game McCarr. Two against Nashville, right? Yeah, I, I was Overtime very professional. <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> In the press box. 19,000 uh, other people did, too. Yeah. Nobody heard anything. <laughs> $5 from Sneaker Shack. This game should have been 7-2. Blues will be blown out in game two. I yeah, if it ends up the reverse of Nashville, and they end up, they actually do, like, body St. Louis in game two, boy, going into game three is going to be yeah. tough for the Blues. That's tough. Yep. Especially because if they get bodied, that means Bennington fell apart and got blown out. And now you have a goaltending question. I just again. don't see Bennington doing this back-to-back -back games. Yeah, I well, I don't, I don't see the Avs dropping fifty shots on goal in the next game. But I will, op I will leave the door open <laughs> because defensively, this is exactly why I think the Blues yeah. are bad. I mean, if two of those five posts go in, the Avs probably don't have to drop fifty shots in this game. Yeah, so. uh, five dollars from point. Josh. I love like the abs miss the net a lot. <laughs> there Very were there were quite a few missed shots today. It's true. Our community's full of weird love. <laughs> <laughs> One dollar from Kel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kel. That one didn't have anything. Ninety-nine more cents from Towering Flight. You've given us like twenty dollars across like eight super chats. This is wild. Thank you, T Flesh. Uh, Two dollars from Sean Shen. Crying in the box was a sight to behold. Dude, I I thought that the ref needed like 
they weren't going to give him the extra unsportsmanlike, but at some point, you've got to tell him to go away. That was yeah. a little bit. Like, you've got to tell much. like, you cannot show up referees like that. That's exactly the kind of shit that get, gets guys in baseball thrown out. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to look at the ump. You're not allowed, like, you can, like, yell and be, like, mad as long as you turn away from him. And he just kept going at him. And they, he wouldn't get in the box either. Yeah, and he he yeah. was coming. I was like, dude, this dude is going to compound his problem I mean, by taking a four. I, I guarantee you he's not going to get any help with calls in game two. Yeah. Yeah, that crew. True. Well, that crew, if that crew works the game again, they're going to be like. Was, I think yeah. it was Chris Lee and Steve Kazari tonight. So yep. two veteran two veteran refs who are not going to like that. <laughs> $5 from Austin. Bennington tantrum game coming soon. Could be. Uh, $5 from the Schick. Rudo, your wife is elite for not flinching on Manson's goal. Can we get a super chat counter for the playoffs? <laughs> Let's prove how elite these fans are. It's already been way too many. Yeah, you guys are insane. Good... Yep. Mrs. Rudo and I not reacting on uh, overtime goals. <laughs> they did have to review it, so. Yeah, I don't even know what for. By that I point, yeah, sure. the bar was going so crazy. Yeah. We couldn't hear anything anymore. No yeah. It counted, so that's all that matters. Yeah, uh, doesn't matter. One dollar from Spence. Thank you very much. Ten dollars from Will. I love you guys. As a Houstonian who's an AV fan, there are a few, very few people that are interested to watch hockey with me, but the watch along saved my life. Got you. Yes. There were Y'all are crazy. There were like 300 of you in the watch along. Shout out wow. Houston. Awesome. Yeah. My peeps. The Texas people. Also, shout out everyone. on there's, like We peaked over 1,000 viewers on this show. You guys are nuts out here. Um, Salty Bulls fans. Hit like and subscribe. <laughs> We're, we out here. We do this every playoff game, every regular season game. We do our stuff. So if mm -hmm. you like it, if you like it, you know, we'll be around. $10 from Yonder Bear. Find you someone who jumps into your arms like Gerard does to <laughs> Gerard, very expressive for a cool guy. After his goal, you saw him use adult language, and then the way that he, like, dogpiled into Josh Manson's soul at the end of the game. It's very expressive for him. He's bouncy. Hey, his, his foot looks fine on the, on the dogpile play, put it that way, if we're looking for good vibes. $2 more from Towering. Gerard is day-to-day -day with an injury or no injury. <laughs> ah, yes, as with every other playoff player. Day-to-day. Yeah. -day. <laughs> Dead, alive, we don't want to confirm either one of those either. $10 from Josh. That was the tightest my cheeks have ever been clinched. I've nearly shit a diamond. Score the OT winner. Huge dagger in the Blues chances. It's just it's just one game. Got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Yep. But yes. <laughs> Poetically said. Two more from Towering Flesh. Like... Towering, don't take offense to this, but the way you're giving out $2 Super Chats feels a little bit like you got to hold a mom's credit card and you're just spending $2 at a time. I feel like I'm being called a witch. Is that what this means? I mean, between your astrology and the avalanche sweep of the first round... There's some there's some witchy vibes, yeah. Yeah, like I can at least I can at least see where he's putting some pieces together. <laughs> I'm just gonna try. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. 
but We're I done. can't come up with one. All right, we we made it to the end. Yeah, it was the end of the super chats. You guys Amazing. rock. What uh, do we have anything left? Yeah, overtime. Well, overtime was was dope. Liked overtime. What's with the giant hand coming out of the ice and grabbing? What the <laughs> fuck was that? that Chipotle what the hell? Hockey wild. Twitter's collective response was. <laughs> Everybody else saw that, right? <laughs> that was not me tripping balls. <laughs> that happened. Like that's that's the moment. Two million people thought their edibles kicked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't time it right. Thought they'd get through the game. Kicked Dude, it a little early. What was that? That <laughs> was. Do you guys like shade? Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I I don't know what that was. It was it was uncomfortable to watch because as it was happening, we it were scared like, me. I didn't know what was going on. You guys seeing this? <laughs> the hell? Dude, everyone in the watch along loved it. Everyone was like, "This commercial is goaded." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I got a bunch of druggies in my chat. I don't know what to tell you. I was just um, waiting for like the Terminator end or something, you know, where <laughs> the hand turns around. Maybe it gives you the finger as it's going down. Oh, or, uh, <laughs> that not, well, and the other thing is like, is this in arena or is this a commercial? Because yeah. it looked like it was in arena presentation. And I was like, oh, like they're showing. What the hell is this? <laughs> like, what's happening? I don't know. It was weird. Uh, okay. Final thoughts then. Final. That was my final thought. Final thoughts, man. I mean, you've got to feel Colorado played great, and they got they got goalied, and it they they survived. They survived a, like the worst luck imaginable type of game. Yeah. Yep. They just kept working and working and working, and they didn't go away, and they didn't get down on themselves. And no, no bad feels. They just kept their head down and kept doing their thing, and it it paid off for them. And Again, when you're looking for reasons to believe, reasons to be excited about why this group has the potential to do something special, why it might be different from last year, that mentality, that grinder attitude with high-end skill. And the styles of play. We've talked about that, right? Yeah. Like, they're comfortable playing all yeah. different types this, of styles. This is their completely style, Completely different style from what Nashville wanted to play, and they yeah. were just fine. It was just as dominant. Yeah. So. Two more dollars from Tower and getting it at the end. Thank saying you. my edibles kicked in hard. Woot woot. <laughs> All right. Megan, Blaze, any final thoughts? Are we done? I'm done. The right team won. Won nothing. Boom. That's the only thing that matters. We love all y'all for hanging out. We're wrapping this one up. It's almost midnight, Jesus. Okay. Uh, you know where to find us. We'll be back tomorrow with an off-game, off-day, rather, <laughs> podcast. Uh, and, of course, we'll be back Thursday, pre-game, watch-along, post-game. Hopefully, I will be back in the bar for Thursday. Uh, I better be, put it that way. Uh, yeah, I but- may or may not be here, depending on how I feel about things. Well... Jesse was, Jesse was supposed to be here, and I was supposed to be at the game tonight. Yeah, but I'll swap places. Yeah, I didn't want to be in the arena. Well, either way, you know where to find us. You know we got you covered. We appreciate all of y'all so very much, and we are out of here. <laughs>